0: In this episode, I'll be exploring new research which has found that sponges leave trails on the sea floor in the Arctic deep sea. Sluggishly you sweep across the sea. Ceaselessly stimulating your supposed cecility as you secrete spiky streams through dense, porous skeletons. Interwoven spicules that suggest clandestine movements, swaying in the currents deep, deep beneath the surface. A hidden sanctuary of shifting shapes that stray from sight, strategies of survival below submerged peaks and shattered sentiments. This poem is inspired by research published in Current Biology, which has found strange trails across the Arctic sea floor, made of brown spikes that belong to sponges, indicating that these sponges are actually able to move. A sponge is a simple animal with many cells, but no mouth, muscles, heart, or brain. The basic body plan of a sponge is a jelly-like layer sandwiched between two thin layers of cells, and there are over 10,000 species of sponge, Most of which live in the ocean and feed on bacteria and other microorganisms, although a few of them also eat tiny crustaceans. Adult marine sponges are usually thought to be stationary, picking a spot on the sea floor while still in their larval stage and sticking to it. Lacking muscles to move around, they are generally referred to as sessile, i.e. fixed in one place, as opposed to motile, i.e. capable of motion, marine creatures. However, new researchers found distinct trails across the Arctic sea floor made of brown spicules, the spikes that belong to the sponges and which provide them with structural support, indicating that some adult sponges are actually capable of movement. The researchers in this study examined videos taken by the icebreaker Polarstern on a 2016 mission around the Lancaster Ridge in the Arctic Ocean. These videos revealed a densely populated community of sponges, 10 degrees further north than any previously reported observations. Over 70% of the images containing sponges also featured trails, observed as densely interwoven spicules connected directly to the underside of individual sponges, thereby suggesting that they were indeed traces of motility. Three-dimensional modeling of the trails also revealed that the sponges changed direction as they moved, and that they moved uphill, implying that the sponges were moving themselves rather than being shifted by gravity or strong ocean currents. This is the first time that abundant sponge trails have been both observed in a sponge's natural habitat and directly attributed to sponge mobility. Further research is now needed to better understand exactly why these sponges would move, although it is believed that they may need to do so in order to better access food in the sparse Arctic environment. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. Sluggishly you sweep across the sea, ceaselessly stimulating your supposed cecility as you secrete spiky streams through dense, porous skeletons. Interwoven spicules that suggest clandestine movements swaying in the currents deep, deep beneath the surface. A hidden sanctuary of shifting shapes that stray from sight strategies of survival below submerged peaks and shattered sentiments in this section of the podcast i'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far In this episode, I'll be reading The Sponge by Joshua Mehigan. Joshua Mehigan is an American poet who was born in upstate New York in 1969. He earned a BA from Purchase College and an MFA in Creative Writing from Sarah Lawrence College. And his poetry collections include The Optimist, published in 2004, and Accepting the Disaster, published in 2014. Mehigan has also received a Pushcart Prize, the Dogwood Poetry Prize, and fellowships from the NEA and the Guggenheim Foundation. The Sponge by joshua mehigan none of us understands our story better than this non-entity unconscious slip of nature nonetheless our common parent dilating at the bottom of the sea the parent too of octopus and pony of reefs and villages once it was strange simply for being not a rock itself not rock but a blank sleep on a rock shelf and deeply sympathetic to the rock to sea and sea dust washing through its skin it knows although it doesn't know it knows that minds and their milieu are all one thing some see its way of thinking most not yet still one day just by living all will find reason enough within themselves to think the single thought forever in its mind